Hi there, and welcome to the Hardy Realty Show. My name is Roger Manus with Rome Business Radio, and we broadcast from the Hardy Realty Studios, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. We're joined from uh, Hardy Realty today by Chris Kerr. How are you doing, Chris? Doing great. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thanks for taking part. Uh, would you mind introducing our guest here on the Hardy Realty Show? Uh, sure. Um, well, we're uh, lucky to have uh, Michelle Picone, who, um, and, and you'll have to forgive me, I, you're the executive director now, is that correct? I'm actually development director. Development director. Okay. Development yes. director. So. In, in, but uh, I take in, on a lot of hats. And in, in Jim Powell, who is the uh, president, is that correct, Jim? Yes. Of the board? Yeah. Um, so sorry, I didn't know your titles in advance, but uh, t- two people that do a lot of great work for uh, the DeSoto Theater, which is obviously a very important institution to our community. Yeah, I probably put you on the spot there, Chris, by asking you to introduce them, because just before we started, I had made it a point to learn name pronunciations, but I knew I would butcher Michelle's last name by saying pecan like the nut. (laughs) So I just threw it out there on you. But yes, we are here to celebrate the, uh, the DeSoto Theater. Um, So uh, I guess, Michelle, we'll start with you because the DeSoto is just an iconic part of Rome history and present and future. Um, So tell us a little bit about what the DeSoto Theater Foundation's mission is. So um, actually going to Jim a second, Chris, it's okay that you did not know his position because he is the newly elected president. He was vice president and he just became president um, a week and a half ago. So that's why he's also kind of hesitating about his job because it changes <laughs> by the day. I, I guess I should. But, this this is where we should yeah. drop in some hail to the chief music or something. No, <laughs> go ahead, Michelle. I'm sorry. So, so he's wonderful. Since he retired, we grabbed him as president. So um, so the historic the sort of theater foundation um, started in 19, I mean, in 2008 or early 2009. Um you know, going back to, let me go back a little bit to the history of the DeSoto so that you know why we were created. The DeSoto started in 1929. It's, um, it was built in 1929 as the jewel of Broad Street. Um, and then in the 1940s, um, there was an Art Deco addition to it. And then in 19, which is like our marquee that we have now, And in 1982, Rome Little Theater purchased it so that it would not become a restaurant or a shoe store. And then in 2008, um, the foundation purchased it from Rome Little Theater for $1 so that we could continue the upkeep of the building because it's a a full-time, I mean, it's a lot of work to keep up a building. So it was a lot for Rome Little Theater. So um, so the foundation came along and Rome Little Theater had started trying to keep up with the building in addition to all the improvements that they had done, which was adding the stage and um, taking seats out so that they could add the stage and the proscenium and all that. And then um, they were trying to work with the roof because in an old building, the first thing that you do is you fix the roof because otherwise you cannot really fix anything inside. And so for an old building like this, it's a big proposition. So 
they were in the process of doing that with grants. And then the Fox Theater came along and decided that the DeSoto was a great project for them to take under their wing to help us um, fix the theater. So the, the, this, the Fox Theater gave the DeSoto in 2008 a big push to start the foundation. And then they fixed the, the entrance vestibule painstakingly restored it and um and then we've we've kind of taken it from there um the idea is to restore the theater to make it an economic engine for the community and what's interesting about the history is i i kind of poked around the website a little bit I, you know i was born in rome been to the DeSoto theater many times uh, I, I think i i'm 99 sure i saw star wars there uh, yeah. <laughs> way back when, but, uh, and, and jaws or something when I was a kid that scared me to death, but just historically, the fact that in 1929, when it was built, it was the first talkie theater in the Southeastern United States, which I, I don't think I was aware of prior. So, um, it's, it's got a lot of history behind it. Um, and certainly worth restoration, Jim, what, what drew you to get involved with the board as it's, as it's president, what, what makes the DeSoto theater so special to you? Well, uh, the DeSoto Theater was a, a big, uh, and Rome Little Theater was a big part of our family. Uh, our daughter grew up on the on the stage. Uh, my wife Kathy, she she was on on the board for a while, and uh, it was just a, always a big part of our life. I I got involved uh, because back in the back in our early days of the theater, uh, they, they were always looking for an extra male uh, actor to fill those little, those little bitty bit parts, you know, that, that they had trouble, you know, casting. So uh, I started doing a lot of the, a lot of the shows also, and I got on the board uh, and, and then you know, we we really got tired of you know seeing the the theater in disrepair, uh, a lot of a lot of issues. You know, uh, re- rehearsals uh, in the freezing cold because the the heating and air system was down, and so uh, you know a, a a group of us got together and decided we needed to you know, we needed to do something with the building because it was fast. It, it was quickly uh, getting to the a point of disrepair. And, and we were, so, so we just rolled up our sleeves. Uh, we, uh, we decided to form the foundation uh, uh, because that was going to be the best route to go. And uh, uh, like, like uh, Michelle said, ten years ago, a little over ten years ago, we uh, uh, we we started off our our journey, and uh, and and it continues today. Well, Jim, I want to circle back around briefly about your acting career. Are you more of a Tom Tom, <laughs> Tom Hanks or George Clooney? Uh, Ernest Borgnine. <laughs> Oh, I actually know who that is. Um, <laughs> uh, 
Chris, we we have talked with this before on the Hardy Realty Show. Um, you know, when, when we take time to celebrate the good things going on in the community, uh, you know, you're a big supporter of the arts, and obviously the DeSoto Theater is, is the crossroads of, of that. But just what does the DeSoto mean to you? Well, and I think that's the best way to describe it. Um, you know, kind of starting back when we were talking about everybody's history with it, I can remember going with my grandparents to, you know, some to a show or, or whatever it may be, and then going down to the Partridge and saying hey to Johnny and having dinner. And, you know, so that's my mom talks about remembering to go see movies when she was in high school. I guess that would be the 60s. You know, so it's it's part of our fabric as a community, um, it, you know, and then fast forward to, you know, to, you know, when I moved back, I got involved, you know, with Rome Area Council for the Arts and we've uh, the DeSoto is, uh, you know, they, they have the brick and mortar. And I know many of their their board members and as Jim and um, Michelle have said, you know, that is a very hardworking board. They're constantly raising funds. They're having great events, some of the events that we've we've partnered with them on. And it's just it's it's when you go in and you feel have that Art Deco feel, the restoration is just it's just incredible what what they've all done. Um, one of the hardest working boards in town for sure. So we we as as RAC are very proud to to support them in any way we can. Well, and it's interesting the way the theater has evolved, which is is you know originally a movie theater, but now it's evolved where it can you know, when the Rome Little Theater took it over. Uh, for its tenure there, but it's now multi-purposeful. Events can be held there, and speaking engagements, and not just movies and plays and concerts, things like that. It's become, you know, in, in recent times, it's become more of a versatile theater. I guess is that is that fair to say, Michelle? Yes, and that is part of the purpose of the foundation is to open up the theater so that the community, so it can be part of the community, so it's not just you know, owned by a small group, but it is, you know, the, the group can still use the theater, but it's part of the bigger community so that the community will support it because it's too much for one group to support it. We need everybody to kind of pitch in and, and rent the theater and have the banks to have stockholder meetings there and, and have people do birthday parties and, have people rented for a movie or for a wedding. And so, you know, we share the space with Rome Little Theater, but we have opened it up to the community um, so that the community can then invest back into it. So, yes, it is. There's a lot of events that happen there. All right. um, uh, and getting back to the history, pardon my ignorance here. I know the theater was it was started in 1929 was was the building already built prior to that or was the building built for the DeSoto brand new in 1929? Brand new. Okay. So, but, but now we're, you know, the, the building is pushing a century. So uh, I know when you talk about the renovations, it's not just a coat of paint. You're talking about wiring and plumbing and bathroom tile and, and everything to rest, not only restore its elegance, but, you know, bring it up to modern code, things like that. So I'm, I'm sure there have been various stages through the years, but we're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars over the years to maintain, are we not? Yes, we have put in, since the foundation started, we have put in over 
I mean, not quite, not quite a um, million dollars, but probably close to 800 or we have probably surpassed 800,000 by now. So almost a million. And, um, and yes, I mean, it is a little bit at a time. We have a couple of events and then we fix the electricity and we have, um, you know, a couple of events and we do, you know, the fire system, fire alarms and, you know, plumbing. And, you know, initially, of course, we had a bigger construction that, that did the auditorium and um, we got new seats for the auditorium. Um, we added an old part of the building that was on the side that was rented. And we did a concessions area there, a new concessions area with a catering kitchen. And then on the other side that used to be concessions, we fixed the bathrooms. We have marble tile and beautiful bathrooms and and um, redid the office, the Rome Little Theater office. And... Um, so that was pretty major. That was in 2013. And then after that, we've done like a project at a time, um, fixed the air conditioning units so that they could work for the past 10 years and things like that. Now we're in a big one. So you've, you've adapted as the, as the theater model has changed to make it more versatile. You mentioned the catering kitchen. You kind of, you've kind of adapted uh, some of the needs inside there uh, to make it more versatile for a variety of events. Yes, so that we can have people have a, a party there and bring their food and have a refrigerator and have a warming warming drawers and um, and we have our own like pre parties before events you know that fundraisers um, so we we needed that for us as well but yes we we want to be a multi purpose space we want people to have meetings um, upstairs in the front, in the, inside the auditorium. So, yeah. In the main auditorium, the, the theater seating, what's the capacity now? You said you'd redid, you redid the seat several years ago. What's the capacity? 500. 500. But originally, I, I think I remember the seats being really small when I was a kid. <laughs> yes. There used to be, before Rome Little Theater um, did the stage and, and put new seating um, in the 80s, or maybe the seating was there already from earlier, I think, but um, there used to be a thousand seats yeah. originally. And then, um, yeah, they, they, there were 460, I think before we took it over and then we increased it to 500. Gotcha. Uh, Jim, what is, what is the, what is the constant, is the constant task raising money? Um. <laughs> uh, well, it, it, at this point, uh, you know that's our that's our big challenge. We uh, we we've concentrated on the on the front of the building and uh, the auditorium. Uh, we uh, we have purposely tried to improve the the front of the building and and get it where it's it's a more comfortable, inviting environment uh, for, for folks to come for the different events. Uh, but, but now we, we would really like to move forward and improve the stage as well as the backstage area. Those, those areas have not been touched uh, since Rome Little Theater uh, 
uh, actually built the stage back in, in the early 80s. So uh, <clears throat> if, if, you know, to really make it a, 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 a presenting venue, you know, we really need to improve our backstage and, uh, and, and then also all the systems, the lighting, the sound, uh, the drop, drop system. I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're still a ways off from being a, what, what we consider a, 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 you know, a true, uh, presenting, you know, theater, uh, and a, and a, and a theater that can handle, you know, professional qual- uh, quality theatrical productions. And, and that, that, that's really what we want to do. So it's a work in progress and has been for a while. How, how can people help support? What do they need to do? Uh, go to a website? Uh, to- I'll, let, I'll let Michelle answer that. Okay. Um, yes. So, so we have, um, you know, part of what we do is part of what I've been doing is writing grants. And um, as Chris knows, because I write the grants for RACA also for our events, but so we kind of switched with the pandemic to because we cannot do events to try to concentrate more on grants. And we were very successful with the Georgia Council for the Arts, gave us a $75,000 grant that's going to allow us to re, um, redo our air conditioning system. They're actually, they started. Um, oh, but great. a lot of these grants need to be matched. So um, this one specifically is a 60-40 grant, and we are um, we got $75,000. They're giving us seventy five, dollars and then we have to come up with the rest to complete the project. It's a $115,000 project. So, yes, we can. people can donate through our website. Um, the best thing is to donate to our annual fund, or if they want to do like a capital donation that – Let's say you say, okay, I want to give you, you know, $20,000 over two years or over three years, then contact me and we can set it up kind of as a capital donation. But if you want to do, um, you know, if you want to do a, a, you know, $1,000, $2,000, $20, you know, do it through our annual fund and it's all on our website. Um, or you can send a check to um, the DeSoto um, because we do need to come up with the money to finish that project um, and then to start others. Now, we're also we're writing a grant for insulation, and that's also going to have to have a match. Um, and then a lot of these grants, what we are discovering is you cannot ask for the grant unless you have the money in the bank. So even if you're not thinking about using the money for insulation, if you're asking for money for insulation, you have to show that you have money in the bank because otherwise they don't give it to you. So it's, it's, you always have to have money essentially <laughs> yeah. to get more money and to spend it, you know, it, it's um, so yes, so, our so, website so, is the best way. And and the website address is www.thedesoto.org. So T H E D E S O T O thedesoto.org. Yeah, so basically on the grant front, they want to make sure if if the grant is going to be given, they want to make sure that you've already got the match in the bank, uh, basically. So, so you're you're yes. you're you're, you're yes. chicken and egg. So, because you're going to have to raise the money, but they don't want to run the risk of they give you all this money and then you you cannot you don't have enough money and enough time to raise it. 
So for us, for example, you know, part of the money that we were thinking about raising for this project would have been with events that we had to cancel. And so luckily we've had some donors that have done some pretty major capital donations for not necessarily, you know, with a specific purpose, but that has helped us. But, um, but yeah, we cannot spend all our money because we can have an emergency any moment. Yeah, I was, I was, that's kind of a standard question in this day and time, but you know, you had to, because of the pandemic, what all did you guys lose? I'm not asking necessarily a financial number, but you lost events, right? You basically couldn't operate. You know, the biggest, the one that has, this has been the hardest for Rome Little Theater. Right. Um, they have been spectacular in putting, putting some amazing productions, productions on that stage. They are great working with us on the time. We share the space. They have the space 60% of the time. We have it 40% for our events, but we are always kind of in flux. We share it. Um, we had had an event actually with Raka in February, and then we had a couple of kind of minor things. We had a concert in April. We had some kids events. It was nothing super major, but Rome Little Theater had put a lot of time into Frozen. They had to cancel that. I mean, it it, it was smack in the middle of, of the pandemic. They, I mean, it was heartbreaking for them and, and for everybody. Um, we've had, we then kind of took our time waiting to schedule things for the fall. Um, but we've had one concert that's coming up that we've pushed back several times and we're about to push it back again. And it's actually, it's a Grammy um, nominated group. Oh. Um, we will, yeah, we will give more information about that later. Oh, that's a tease. It's classical music, but it's going to be fabulous. Fabulous. <laughs> that's a tease. So, um, Grammy nominated group coming to the DeSoto uh, whenever we get out of this darn pandemic. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. They were just nominated. It's actually, it's called the Dover Quartet. Okay. And it is, um, it is classical. It's a violin, cello. I mean, it's, it's classical music, but they are young kids in their thirties that have made it big. And one of the guys grew up in Rome when oh. he was little playing violin. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll, um, we'll look forward to that. That'll be great. Yeah, um, it's going to be fabulous. But Rome Little Theater is really the one that has had to um, work more with the pandemic and the scheduling. And, the, and, and they've done a great job trying to make events work um, outside of the theater. Chris, I'm going to ask you to put on your, your realty hat here for just a minute. How important is something like the DeSoto Theater? If, you know, somebody's moving to Rome, they're not familiar with Rome, or new business is starting here, so employees are moving to Rome. Just to the quality of life, to, you know, people drive down Broad Street, it's small town USA, and to have a, an institution like the DeSoto Theater and all, all that it can do for the community, how important is that from a quality of life perspective um, for you guys? Incredibly important. I mean, it's... Um, you know, we, we all give uh, tours when people are coming to town and, you know, I, there, if I can point to, you know, the hip coffee shop and then, um, you know, the event space and going down, and then I say, okay, well, and, you know, this is, um, a theater that was built in 1929, you know, uh, talkies were introduced here with the, 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 our symphony, 
um, plays here. It's the oldest symphony in the South. Um, that's right, Michelle, Jim. Oldest. Actually, the, the home they have for a couple of special events, but the home of the symphony really is the, um, the auditorium. The city auditorium. Yeah, yeah. We've had a couple of events. Like the Mozart event. Was that? That was, was a Raqqa. The... That was a Raqqa event um, that was mm-hmm. in conjunction with um, with the Rome Symphony. It was Rome Symphony, the DeSoto, and Raqqa. So essentially, the donor who put all that together wanted to do it at the DeSoto um, through Raqqa and, and they wanted it to be a collaborative event because this is really more what we should be doing, you know, doing things like that yeah. where well, all the arts organizations get together. But yeah, the symphony is more. It's just incredibly, um, important to, you know, to be able to point out the, the heritage and the, um, but the arts in general, I mean, it is an economic development driver. Um, you know, people, when businesses are thinking about moving to town, they want to know what types of quality of life and the arts are, you know, is, is a primary part of that. And, you know, the reason why it's so important it to, you know, back to what they're both saying here is that it costs, it costs money. When I called Michelle yesterday, she was directing um, two guys cutting down trees behind the auditorium. And, you know, we had our board meeting at RAC last night on Zoom and that was it. You know, I mean, we just had our board meeting. I'm not, you know, raising money for a stage because I think to what Jim was saying, you know, the the more that can be invested, the the bigger the production. You know, like in the same way the tennis courts now have, you know, indoor courts, that's going to attract larger tournaments. Well, if they can get a larger, and correct me if I'm wrong, guys, like entrance to the back of the stage, that can mean bigger productions can come in, which then in turn helps um, the community as a whole. And that's why, you know, if people are trying to dump money at the end of the year to always keep people like the DeSoto in mind. So and if, I, if I could interject uh, real, real quickly, <clears throat> um, the DeSoto Theater is, is the last operating theater on Broad Street. Uh, Broad Street used to, was littered with movie houses, uh, opera houses, uh, vaudeville houses. I mean, back in the, in the late 1800s and early 1900s, there, there, were, there were dozens of venues on Broad Street. Rome was a uh, a hub for the entertainment and arts industry. And, the larger, and and we're the last one. So so that's that's why it's also so important, as Chris said. Uh, you know, uh, it's it's just part of our heritage, and we and we don't need to lose it. Yeah, when it's when it's a landmark oh yeah we're we're down the street from the desoto we're you know we're across the street from the desoto um that needs to be preserved and it's such a vibrant part of culture let's just kind of go around here and get get final thoughts here uh michelle anything you want to make sure you get said here about how people can help support or um any final thoughts from you um, yes, if somebody's interested in helping, um, you know, they can call me, they can, they can send us an email through the website. Um, 
Um, and, you know, we'd be happy to give them a tour, show them what our projects are. Um, we would love, I mean, we're, we're kind of testing the waters for, um, for a capital campaign for the stage um, to renovate the entire stage. It would be a $1.5 million project to do everything that we want. This air conditioning unit project that we're doing right now is kind of like the very, very, very beginnings of that. But, um, you know, we, we just need to see if the community will support that. If the community wants to have that back entrance that Chris was talking about and, you know, redo all of backstage and re- redo the entire stage and make it beautiful and modern. And um, so we, we do need to have support a little bit at a time that then continues to grow to this much bigger project. Um because we're kind of done with the smaller projects. I mean, we've done, we need furniture. I mean, we we will take your money, whatever it is that you want to give us, we will take your money. <laughs> but, um, you know, we have little projects, we have big projects, we have furniture, we'll have rugs, you know, and then we have a stage to do, you know. So, so yeah, we are, we are, we would love to work with you if you want to do a donation, you know, one time, or if you want to do a donation over several years, um, you know, and, and how people respond is going to determine what we can do to turn the theater into a state-of-the-art theater, or if we're just going to kind of give the stage a coat of paint and just kind of move on. Jim, final thoughts from you? I would just like to uh, make sure we thank all of all of the, the people that's, that supported us. Uh, of course, Rome Little Theater uh, is is the reason we we are here, and and we're doing what we do. Uh, we 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 have such great partners with Rome Little Theater, Seven Hills Fellowship Church, who meets in the theater on on Sundays, has been a great partner. They they're actually the reason we're able to we were able to uh, put in our new seating. Uh, their their monthly rental. Uh, checks, you know, help us uh, pay our note on on those new seats that that we purchased what seven or eight years ago. But uh, all of the all of the the people that have contributed to our uh, camp our uh, campaigns uh, has uh, attended our events. Uh, it, it's truly been a uh, uh, a a result of the love of from our community this this allowed us to do what we do and uh and and we 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 hope that continues um we certainly hope it continues one of the things you both have mentioned that i want to restress is that uh it's a multi-purpose venue you know for you mentioned a birthday party or a corporate meeting uh so it doesn't have to be uh, a movie or a play or a concert that's an event that somebody else is putting on that you attend you as a citizen of rome uh, or a business in rome you can you can do your own thing there um just for your own corporation if you need to a party a gathering a meeting things like that so i, w- I wanted to reiterate that um chris any final thoughts from you there at hardy uh, no. 
know, other than just, you know, what, what we're saying, uh, you know, just keep keep the arts in mind and, 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 you know, just always remember the DeSoto, even if you can't write a check, you can um, have an event there or attend an event there. Um, they, they really are great. I mean, even down to, they, they had when Harry met Sally on Valentine's last year. I mean, like, that's just fun. You know, like that's just watching an old school eighties movie with a bunch of other people was a lot of fun. And that's the type of thing that you can support them with by just simply attending. So great. That sounds like a perfect way to sign off here. Well, Michelle, thank you so much for joining us and, um, and Jim, or should I say the Ernest Borgnine of uh, (laughs) (laughs) the Tom Hanks, George Clooney of Rome, little theater. Thank you so much, Chris, as always, it's been a pleasure. I'm Roger Manus with Rome Business Radio. This has been the Hardy Realty Podcast as we celebrate the historic DeSoto Theater. We broadcast from the Hardy Realty Studios and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. Thank you so much for listening.